Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. I am your host, The Ultimate One, coming to you live from a hot summer day in New York City. And I'm going to cover a lot of stuff that happened over the weekend, stuff that was very interesting. There wasn't a lot of wrestling this weekend going on, but a lot of news behind this, behind backstage. Um, first of all, I want to talk about uh, what happened um, Friday. LAX wrestled their last match on for impact as they were full-time champion in that promotion um them leaving is a big big um a big loss for um the tna or impact team um they keep losing wrestlers to you know because contracts or whatever but i mean i was seeing online how people were saying that hey you know these guys were giving a, a, a a contract um a max deal but what is max deal for impact i mean that do they have the money to keep these wrestlers apparently it wasn't um good enough for the uh lax who were full-time tag team champions um and impact to stay with the company so they decided to go somewhere else now the question is as of august 31st their contract will would end but think about it august 31st could they show up at all up you know just interfere in a match or or whatever i mean that could happen since august 31st is the deadline of them wrestling um also um uh, wwe is supposed to be interesting in them also but i don't see them going to wwe because again wwe does not know how to deal with the tag team division they tag team division is very very weak right now with the uh, the ocs holding the tag team belts there the usos they took they took them out of tv so that tactic division is very weak, so I don't see them going there. If it's about money, maybe they'll go. But then again, AEW has money, so who will know? That, you know, it could, to me, I think they're heading to the to AEW. They're gonna be, to me, I still say they're gonna be the mystery partners for Jericho on October second. But you know, also speaking about AEW, um, Nick Jackson uh, tweeted about. Uh, WWE talking about they're bringing NXT to um, USA Network on Wednesday to go one-on-one with AEW TNT, um, which is shows me what type of Viz, how Vince McMahon works. But Nick Jackson uh, tweeted back saying, hey, bring it on. We don't care. We're ready to wrestle. We're going to put the best matches as we can. I think Vince McMahon won't put up his uh, Raw roster again or SmackDown roster against the AEW because they know their they, they product right now is garbage. And not that the talent is garbage, but the product and the writing and the storylines are horrible. Do you want to put them against NXT? Maybe you have some competition. Maybe you don't. Who knows? But right now, you don't know what AEW is going to put. I mean, they already got... Um, shows already for fourth and the fifth week already for they have pittsburgh and charlotte as fourth and the fifth week already you don't know if that's going to sell out so right now wwe is pulling all stops they they sound like they're desperate these are the same guys they were talking about the aew was not competition now it's competition it's just nonsense and i believe that you know the AEW, if they stick what they know, you know, and bring good matches, that's all that matters. I mean, to me, I still think that they got a chance to bring in Simi Punk. They still got a chance to bring LAX, but who knows? And speaking about WWE, I know they're going to bring up, they decided to bring back the King of the Ring. Um, it's type of uh, the tournament that they would like to have, you know, in the in the Monday Night Raw. Or I think personally they should have done it and. um for a pay-per-view 
So it would be King of the Ring pay-per-view, not put two matches in a SmackDown um, this week and Raw this week, and then next week another two uh, two matches again. You know, if you're trying to compete with New Japan with the G1 Climax, you're not. G1 Climax, I've been watching the G1 Climax, was matches after matches of great competition, great wrestling, 35-minute matches, 30-minute match, 20. I mean, they were matches dream matches in, in the G1 Climax. We saw uh, Kenta versus Okada. We saw Moxley versus Jay White. We saw Okada versus Kenta. Um, uh, we saw uh, uh, Shingo Takagi against Ishii. Shingo Takagi against Goto. Those are great matches that, that to me, honestly, was great for the, for New Japan, the tournament. Now uh, WWE is going to try to put a tournament together. King of the Ring. Well, we all know they're gonna they're gonna make a, a mockery out of this because we know that they had the, the best in the world World Cup a couple of, uh, well, uh, a year ago whatever and Shane McMahon ended up winning the thing come on so supposedly this tonight the the uh, the first um, two matches of the King in the Ring from Raw is Cesaro versus Samoa Joe and Cedric Alexander versus Sami Zayn we know Cesaro was not gonna be Samoa Joe and we definitely know that. Cedric Alexander is going to beat Sami Zayn. And then tomorrow in SmackDown, they're going to have Apollo Crew versus Andrade. And then Kevin Owens versus Elias. The Kevin Owens versus Elias match could be either way. Tim McMahon can interfere, could cause something. But the Cedric Alexander, I'm not sorry. The Apollo Crew versus Andrade, we know who's going to win that. It, it's just nonsense. I feel that they are trying to, too hard to make a tournament when we all know their tournament they have is garbage. We'll be right back. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimal listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast. In one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back again. And, um, you know, uh, we we're just talking about the WWE and the, the King of the Ring. Again, I'm going to bring that up. I don't think they're going to, that King of the Ring is going to be great. It's not going to be something like King of the Ring in the past. But uh, who knows? Anything can happen. But let's jump ahead. One thing that caught my eye over the weekend was uh, a some couple of videos that Vampiro put um, in on Facebook um, and it was going viral all over the place apparently Vampiro opened up a GoFundMe page about mental health apparently he's going through some mental health issues I believe he uh, wait um, for what I uh, read through those these videos that I saw over the weekend in Facebook that I think he's having Alzheimer's disease he thinks he's having Alzheimer's disease he doesn't remember a lot of stuff that, that, that he does or where he's got to go whatever it is very sad to see a great wrestler like him Vampiro who I followed back um, in the 90s um, and he um, he was in WCW at one point he won the tag team buzz with the great Muda um, and feuded with Sting uh, here he is now and um in a bad stage of his life where he's going through a lot of mental issues mental health i think he's going through therapy um he, he's very limited 
to to do certain things that he does. Um, I think he's trying to come back to wrestling. I think he's over. I think he's a little about about 48, 49, or whatever he is. But he's trying to come back and wrestle so he could take care of his daughter. Um, it is very sad because when I saw this, it was a uh, it kind of hurt me, and I feel that he's a great wrestler, or whatever. But you know, sometimes when you when you're in the wrestling business, you do a lot of uh, things that you pissed off other people i mean that story behind that he was very grimy in mexico um i know conan has told stories about it um that he was very grimy in triple a so sometimes you um you know you got to be humble to what your beginnings at because karma will come and get you and right now um i believe that he's going through a lot and i, I pray to god that he gets gets better and gets the help he needs and hopefully you fans could help uh, on his GoFundMe page but yeah so Vampiro um, over the weekend uh, he put like three videos of him talking about one point he was in the car crying because he doesn't remember where he was supposed to go um, he talked about how he was going to beat this mental health situation so that part was very very um sad to see and, and I never like to see a wrestler um, go go through pain like that you know because just like these wrestlers when as you as a fan you, they become like your family so when you see wrestlers suffering like that it's, it's sad but yeah uh other news cm punk he supposedly he was doing uh, uh he was doing um broadcasting and some mma fight apparently a fan got too close to him and you hear him through the, through the headphones and the mic cursing at the guy that he was getting too close um there was there's a video going around on youtube Apparently the fan got too close to CM Punk. Uh, I don't know how because the, guy, the, the the seating was way like at least a good 10 to 11 feet away from CM Punk. Um, he was broadcasting and with uh, his partner, and apparently this fan got too close, and Punk got pissed off, and he wanted to, he looked like he wanted to fight the dude. Um, so sometimes I don't understand with some fans. Fans just do the most um, not only MMA but in wrestling wrestling fans sometimes do things they want to be part of the show they want to be part of, of something and the same thing goes with mma apparently um the individual was getting too close to cm punk and he got pissed off um teddy hart uh had an interview where uh, i guess the interview asked him how he got the scars in the back of his head um as you see him in major league wrestling he does have a bunch of scars in the back like, like he got scratched he's been in some bar wire matches and i remember this weekend i was watching some major league wrestling and i saw that and i wonder also where the hell did he get all that and apparently he explained that in combat zone wrestling he was wrestling john sandwick and i guess john sandwick got pissed off about something and this was a couple of years ago and he body slammed him on a board of nails and it was like 15 nails and only three of them got to scratch them in the back of the head um combat zone wrestling i mean i don't understand that this federation still thinks this is ecw days where these guys are jumping off balconies setting themselves on fire i mean this is not wrestling anymore this this they need to stop with that nonsense i remember combat zone wrestling tried to evade invade ecw in the pay-per-view i remember that clearly and the ecw guys kicked their asses so you know but anyway we'll be right back with more and we're back um so we're going to continue talking about uh, the uh, woman of wrestling uh apparently second second season is coming up on september 7th roddy piper's door uh daughter i mean uh 
uh, Tia Piper and signed with Women of Wrestling. Even though Tia Piper is coming out and all out in the Casino Royale Battle Royal on August 31st uh, for All Out. And she's supposed to be coming out there um, this uh, on August 31st. So that's something to look forward to. Um, Sean Spears popped out over the weekend on, uh, on a Capital City Championship um, to attack MJF and Cody Rose. Apparently, Cody Rose and MJF teamed up in a tag team match. I don't know who they wrestled, but after the match, uh, you see MJF going to the back of the dressing room when Sean Spears came out through the curtain and, and hit, hit him with a forearm, knocking MJ off, knocking them down. He then uh, decided to go to the ring and try to um, intimidate Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes attacked him and they ended up fighting with each other. Apparently, um, uh, Sean Spears had, you know, had the advantage of it. He tries to hit him with a chair. Luckily, MJF came and stopped him and Cody tried to give him the crossroads, but Sean Spears um, kind of... Uh, got out and ran away so uh but you know that's that's something to look forward to because that cody rose sean spear match the story right there look who's gonna be in sean spears uh, corner tuli blanchard and tuli blanchard and cody rose father dusty rose had the craziest matches back in the 80s for the national title for the tv title um at one point he put uh his valet baby doll in in um winner loses the 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 doll uh the manager or she had to be uh dusty rose valley for 30 days those matches were great because um the manager was part of the four horsemen and, and dusty Rose was like the you know the the, the fan favorite the good guy it was always banning the, the horsemen here we are who would have thought 20 or oh, 31 years later here goes cody Rose, the son of the plumber going against sean spear and who's going to be the manager? Tully Blanchard. It's, it's great storylines. It's a great way to do it. And, it, and it's great because they, they, they don't tell the stories by having wrestling matches every week. What they do is they do it through the through online, through the All Out, um, uh, the road to All Out. They've been, you know, kind of um, building the uh, the storyline on that. And it's great because, you know, it's, it's something different. Like if they said it, they're going to do bring something different. You know, so it's great. Um, I'm looking forward for that to, uh, to happen. Also, um, John Moxley wrestled at the New England Wrestling Show Prison Break against um, Pentagon. Apparently, um, during the match, uh, John Moxley defeated Pentagon by snatching his mask off and then giving him the dirty deeds to pin him. So a lot of people were pissed off about that because they were like, oh, why did he do that? And I'm like, Wrestling fans get too touchy over stuff that is part of a storyline. First of all, this is not the first time that Pentagon's mask has been taken off. In case you guys don't remember, during the feud against LAX, after they beat LAX and disrespected LAX, LAX ended up taking Phoenix and Pentagon mask and Impact on a TV taping and whatnot, which then brought their match at, uh, I forgot the pay-per-view they had, but they had a great ladder tables match, uh, full metal mayhem match, where that's what led off to that. Um, but um, so people were upset. Oh, but why does Moxley uh, do this and Moxley do that? And and a lot of uh, what I've been seeing, a lot of uh, 
um, online stuff, people saying John Moxley is the best wrestler in the world. Um, John Moxley is not the best wrestler in the world. You know, I mean, he did wrestle at the G1 Climax, and and he did very well for his first time, but lost his last four matches. Um, and people are telling me, oh, but it's not in the storyline that the booking was for him. Bottom line is, he did well at the at the G1 Climax. Does not mean he's the best in the world right now. The best in the world right now as a wrestler is Okada. Okada, is, 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 he's defeated everybody. Yes, he suffered a couple of losses at the G1, but he's still the champ. He's still holding that belt. That guy could go all out, 30, 40-minute matches. I mean, people could argue with me all day about this, but at the end of the day, I feel that, you know, the, uh, Okada is the best wrestler in the world right now as we speak. Um, also, so let's get back here. Britt Baker is clear to wrestle and all out. So remember, she suffered a concussion on Fighter Fed again. Um, um, Britt Beasley, uh, I think when she drop kicked the, in the corner um, during um, the pre-show on Fighter Fest, and she ended up um, having a concussion. So now um, we will see her back, and she may. She may uh, be part of the Casino Royale um, match, but it's going to be great to see her back. But, you know, but that's uh, pretty much how what happened over the weekend. Not a lot of wrestling matches. Uh, actually, no, probably no wrestling at all. Just uh, a lot of stuff going behind the scene. Also, um, guys, just be aware that um, G1 Climb is finished last week. Now, New Japan is going to have the J-Cup uh, tournaments is a three-day event. It's here in the United States. I believe it's in Washington. Uh, and two shows in California, and then they have the destruction shows coming up in September. They have fight fighters on Leech in New York, Boston, and I believe Pennsylvania. I believe and those are coming at the end of September. But we are going to be prepared for the next couple of weeks. We got NXT take uh, NXT UK. We're going to have Royal Quest for New Japan. And then we're going to have All Out. So that's something to look forward to. So just guys get ready for that. Because it's going to be a busy end of the month. And it's going to be a lot of talking. A lot of stuff. And you know. Um, but tonight. Uh, tonight and tomorrow guys. Be uh, ready to watch WWE. And how they're going to do their King of the Ring tournament. Like I said. Tomorrow, tonight. They're gonna have, uh, they're gonna have the Raw's gonna have the King in the Ring two opening matches: it's Cesaro versus Samoa Joe and Cedric Alexander versus Ami Zayn. And then SmackDown tomorrow will have Apollo Crew versus Andrade and Kevin Owens versus Elias. I'm gonna, I personally feel this King in the Ring is gonna be nowhere near as the G1 Climax. But I tell you, G1 Climax was off the hook. If you guys haven't uh, uh, subscribe to New Japan World. You guys don't know what you're missing. I'm telling you right now, those were great matches. Oh my God, I could watch New Japan all day because I'm a big fan. And you know, I'm a big fan of L wrestling. But when it comes to New Japan, that strong style wrestling, I'm, I'm love it. So, but anyway, we're gonna cut this short, and um, that's it for today. Um, again, subscribe to my. Apple Podcasts, um, again, old, uh, the Chokesland Wrestling Report on Apple and Spotify, 
and you can probably find me in Google on podcast also. So um, you can also find my my YouTube channel called Ultimate One Wrestling News. Um, I just uh, uploaded a video this week about the Kenta situation. There's a video, three minute video of what happened with Kenta and in a six man tag where he betrayed Ishii and Yoshihashi to become a Bullet Club member and uh, the attack on uh, Shibata. Uh, it's, it's already on my YouTube channel called Ultimate One Wrestling News. You guys want to get in contact with me through my other means of platform, you can find me on Instagram, Ultimate One underscore Wrestling News. You can find me in a group in Facebook called the Chokeslam Wrestling Group. You'll find me on Facebook also, Ultimate One Wrestling News. You can find me in Twitter. So check me, I'm everywhere. So if you guys could want to leave me uh, your uh, comments, anything, you guys could, um, could do that. Um, in my YouTube channel, you can subscribe to it, uh, hit that notification bell, leave me comments, hit that thumbs up, and I will get to you as soon as possible. So with that, guys, I thank you once again for tuning in to my ultimate one. I mean, not ultimate, I'm sorry. The Chokeslam Wrestling Report. I'm getting confused with my, my podcast. The Chokeslam Wrestling Report. I thank those who subscribe to this and who have been listening the last almost two months. I appreciate your 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 loyalty and commitment to listening to what I bring to wrestling. And hopefully, I'll bring some more sometime maybe this week, depending on what happens. If not, I'll definitely be back on next week. Every week, I bring a new podcast. I try to give you two likes a week if I can. If I can't, you'll get something new every week. So tune in, tell a friend. Uh, subscribe in Apple Podcasts, subscribe in, um, in Spotify for those who don't have iPhones. Um, check me out uh, whenever you get a chance. Just listen to what I have. I got other uh, episodes on there. So once again, thank you for everything. And I will see y'all guys soon.